Hey, hockey fans, welcome to the Wolverine Nation podcast. Today, we're going to sit down and talk with the new head coach, Mike Aitkins, along with the director of hockey operations, Mr. Keith Morris. We're going to talk about what to expect, what's coming out, and when we can get started playing some junior A hockey. Don't go anywhere. Hey, hockey fans, welcome to... A brand new podcast, a roundtable if you call it. Uh, this is the Wolverine Nation podcast, and uh, today, roundtable, uh, like you heard earlier, my name is Mike Cook. I'm the host of the podcast, and we're going to sit down with the uh, new head coach, Mr. Mike Aitkins, and uh, Director of Hockey Operations, Mr. Keith Morris. So, gentlemen, gentlemen, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Mike. Great to be here. Oh, man, this is going to be fun. <laughs> yeah, Mike, uh, thank you very much, and uh, we're excited to uh, get this uh, venture started, and... Uh Let's have some fun. Oh, man. I think everybody is excited. I think Anchorage is dying for some hockey. So, uh, and especially out of everything, junior A hockey is probably the best. Most action, you know, driven. I mean, fast pace, everything with junior A hockey. So, uh, but yeah, so let's get, let's get right into it. Let's get into uh, the new head coach. Everybody wants to know who you are and where you're from. Uh, Mike Aikens from Rochester, Minnesota. Uh, grew up playing hockey uh, in the great state of Minnesota and. uh you know, high school hockey is a big deal there. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, uh, the high school tournament. Uh, you've got uh, games of twenty thousand people at, at the high school games in the state wow. tournament. It's a big deal. Uh, played at the University of Denver. Got injured, unfortunately, uh, uh, early in my career, midway through my freshman year, and it really uh, just set me in a different path down the coaching into the coaching world. I, I, you know, it's something I thought. I would do at some point. It just happened for me a little quicker than than most guys. And uh, you know, I, I've spent time in the USHL, the North American League, the BC Hockey League. So mm-hmm. I've I've uh, made the tour for sure. Nice, nice. Uh, uh, you're actually coming from uh, one of the junior A teams. You were an assistant coach, correct? Uh, with the um... yeah, I was in the NA three with the Rochester Grizzlies. So when I left uh, the Omaha Lancers in the USHL eight years ago, it. Uh, it really was a, a point where my girls were old enough to get hired and fired and move around the country and <laughs> do that whole gig. Probably wasn't going to be fair to them. So we went home. I took a job at a training center uh, that was owned by one of the hospitals in, in Rochester and uh, just worked out where the NA3 came, team came in and uh, they skated in the morning. All my stuff at my real job was afternoon, evening. So it worked out great. And it, Great uh, three years. We uh, last year we lost the final game in the uh, national championship, so uh, we had a great run. And uh, the year before, we felt like we had a team that could have won it also. And unfortunately, things got shut down uh, due to COVID. But uh, yeah, you know, yeah. great, great three years. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, I mean, the weather from Minnesota is not too different than Alaska. I mean, no, I, uh, <laughs> you know, I've been up here in the past and uh, uh, I spent some time in Fairbanks uh, back. That's when really cold. It's really cold. <laughs> so I, I'm not looking forward to any of that stuff. But no. you know, the rest of it with the the ocean and uh, keeping things a little bit more uh, temperate, I, I think is going to be great. You know, beautiful city. Um, spent uh, came up uh, the end of June. We had a camp here. And spent a little bit of time with uh, my daughter, and we spent a few extra days, so that was kind of fun, and uh, doing a little exploring and, and check out the area. Uh, when Wasilla had a team years ago, we spent some time there, too, so yep. um, I'm pretty familiar with the area and, and uh, really looking forward to, to spending a lot of time here. I, I'm a, like a walleye fisherman and that kind of nice, stuff. I've never nice. done any 
any halibut and salmon and all that kind of stuff. So I'm really looking forward to doing that. Yeah, you get that resident card. Boom, you're you're in. You're in. Uh, yeah, I just got done doing some fishing too. Filled the freezer. It was beautiful. Good for uh, you. Yeah. So so when you got the call, I mean, you were you were pretty excited. You you jumped right on it, huh? Well, it's interesting because uh, Keith called me about some of our players. Actually, mm-hmm. you know, Keith Morris was doing a lot of work behind the scenes before the team had even been announced. Uh, I was out looking looking to fill a roster and. He's done a tremendous amount of work, and he called asking about some of our players, and uh, I was a little bit shocked. And and uh, you know, he said that uh, he had seen us play four or five times, and he was asking questions about the right guys and all that kind of stuff. So that was pretty cool. And um, at that point, I didn't even really think about uh, talking to him about the coaching position here. You know, if it was going to come to fruition, and really, what happened was Dallas Ferguson, who's an assistant coach at the University of Denver, called me. And he said he knew the ownership group and thought it was going to be a great situation. So I started to get a little more interested. And, and then uh, uh, Kai Bingley Sims called me and, and uh, we chatted for a while and, and went through the interview process. And by the end of it, I was pretty excited. So nice, nice. I, so I think it's uh, going to be a great situation. Yeah. So you kind of you kind of you kind of held on to the secret for a while, didn't you, Keith? <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, uh, you know, it, this project has been going on for about two years, Mike. Holy and hell. Um, you know, we we felt um, really strong. Um, Aaron Shut, our majority owner, called me a couple of years ago, and we we've known each other for a long time, and we felt that it was going to be something that was going to be a go a year ago, but because of the pandemic, um, you know, and the ownership group being really smart, uh, we we ended up uh, hitting the stop button for the year, and but it couldn't have worked out better for us, not just to give. me the opportunity to do a lot of uh you know pre-scouting pre-development work but also too to be in a great position to have mike come on board and um i've known mike for about 20 years and um uh, we we kind of chuckled about it one of the last times i saw him uh, he was on a a bus in uh, langley bc coaching (laughs) a team in the bc league and i i was there scouting his players and uh when i worked at alaska anchorage and um uh, we, we had a good chuckle about that that how the how the how the waves turn ride and 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 things happen in the game of hockey, but we, we're unbelievably excited. We got a great staff, a great leader um, uh, as our coach, and um, this is going to be a great um, um, deal for our city. Yeah. And uh, we can't can't wait to get started. I mean, this is a hockey a hockey state, like you were saying in Minnesota. I mean, I mean, hockey twenty thousand fans plus. I mean, so hockey is the northern sport because you go down south and it's all college football. You know, so so this junior A is right there at the college level. I think it's huge. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. We're the only state in the NAHL that has more than two teams in it. Correct? I think we're the only state with three teams in it. Right? I don't think there's no, any other. I, I think I think the state of Texas actually okay. has a number two, Mike. But no, I think that uh, having a third team up here and. You know, hopefully down the road, a fourth team um, in the area or at least in the Pacific Northwest will really solidify junior hockey for the state of Alaska. Um, you know, Fairbanks and Key and I have done a great job. Uh, Fairbanks is the gold standard. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, for, for the North American Hockey League over the course of time that Rob and, and, and those people have done it up there. But, you know, we, we feel really um, um, good about where we're at with things. And um, I think that. Um, you know, we're in a position where we're going to hit the ground running starting Monday. 
Yeah, it's it's beautiful. Yeah, you guys. Speaking of that, you guys are getting real close. You guys, you guys just put out your schedule for uh, the the showcase, which means you get to go back home for a little bit uh, and, and play in the showcase. Describe the showcase. From what I'm hearing, it's it's a big big deal for like the whole season. Yeah, the sh- the showcase runs uh, the 15th to the 18th of September in Blaine, Minnesota, and you'll have every team in the North American Hockey League will be in attendance. You'll have every Division One, Division Three college team. Uh, the NHL will be represented there. Really, it's uh, it's an opportunity for all those scouts to come in and see everybody in one location. So it's pretty cost effective for them, and it's wow. a it's a big event. It's a good time, and uh, you know you jump right into it. Those those games are a big deal. They count in the in the standings right away, and uh, it, it's a good time. Golly. Yeah. yeah, no, I I think I can't uh, uh, agree more with Mike, and um, you know, to get the season started for us uh, down in in Blaine is going to be a tremendous opportunity. Um, I think all our our players that are in town or, or arriving know that that's a, a great opportunity for them to showcase their abilities and then uh, represent our team and our organization. And uh, yeah, it is, it's great for Mike and, and to be able to get back home um, and, and be in the Minnesota area. You know, our team uh, is going to base ourselves while we're out on the road in Rochester, um, his hometown, which is fantastic. We, when Mike and I were putting together kind of the vision of what we wanted when we were traveling that was something that I approached him on, and, and we were able to uh, uh, put the put the blueprint together for that. So we're excited about that. We're excited that Mike gets a chance to be around that area uh, while he's while he then he's up here coaching, and um, I think it's going to be really good for our players. Yeah, no, let's, let's talk about let's talk about the players real quick. Uh, without going into too much detail, can can we expect a roster to be released real soon? I mean, when when can we expect to see something like that? I, no. I think basically, we, you know, we start practice on Monday. Uh, we have uh, almost 40 guys that will be starting the season with us. We'll, we'll whittle, whittle that roster down to uh, 27. Uh, most likely we'll make that trip with us to Blaine. And then after that, we've got to get down to 23. So there's there's a lot of trimming that's going to happen here in the next month. So this is like like uh, this is like a preseason kind of like in football where they, 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 they the junior guys go and they start whittling it down to make a good team for the whole season. Absolutely. Yeah. It's just like uh, when you go and, and watch Hard Knocks and you're going through training camp. Yep. It's, yep. That's how it's going to be. We've got uh, guys that are going to be battling for spots every day. Yeah, that's crazy, you know. Yeah, so no, we're, we're, we're excited about that. And, um, you know, the, the biggest thing is about – the player pool. The one thing I looked at right from the 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 first game I watched on hockey TV this past season, um, and knew that we were going to be getting a team. We wanted kids of tremendous character, kids that were uh, good people, hardworking, um, kids that could skate and, and had skill. I think we've got all those ingredients. Um, now it's up to us to find the right twenty seven that are going to start the season with us. And you know we've got. Lots of options for these kids, too. The ones that uh, maybe fall a little bit short, um, you know, Mike has got lots of contacts. I have lots of contacts, and we'll get them in a position to um, continue on, continue to develop, and make sure that they're moving forward in their hockey career. Because you never know. They could be back in in a Wolverine jersey at some point during – their career so um we want to make sure that uh we're doing the right things both for hockey i think mike and i've been doing this for a long time and and um you know we we understand how to you know develop players but we also understand that um you know what kids need 
opportunity. So yeah. we'll we'll yeah. help them with that. I mean, you're you're seeing a lot of excitement from these players during these tryouts, right? I mean, there's not a lack of. No, there there should be uh, real excitement when you step on the ice and. Uh, you know, with all the work that's been done behind the scenes and from the business side of it and the hockey operations side of it, and uh, this is the part of it that we get to really have fun when we get on the ice and start to work with the kids, and they'll be excited and ready to go on Monday. We, Keith and I have, have chuckled about it before, but we've done this so long, and we're, we're too old to, to mess with a bunch <laughs> of uh, bad character kids at yep, this point yep. in our lives. We don't need the headache. So, yep. you know, that was number one on, on the list for sure. And then after that, you know, it's it's guys that can make plays and, and guys that are, are going to be successful in in all kinds of different situations and guys that are going to compete their tails off every yep. night and represent the organization. You know, and, and we want to do things right on the ice and off the ice. Yep. Yep. Yeah, it's, it's wonderful. Yeah, you know, you know, I can't agree more with Mike. And, um, you know, we I, I run some development skates during the summertime, and, and we had a skate last night, and Mike was upstairs and, and uh, watching and uh, working on his uh, computer to, to get it ready for the season. And they, uh, you could tell that the energy on the ice was a little bit more when the big guy was uh, sitting there. <laughs> but uh, you know what? They were. They were, they were energized. They, you know, yep, yep. And, and that was uh, that was exciting to see when I was on the ice with them. You could feel the energy that they're 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 revving they're getting ready to go we're we're doing things a little bit differently mike um you know we we're having a training camp here a lot of teams just do a one weekend deal down in in um in the in the lower 48 wherever they're at and you know i i just felt going into year one it was going to be difficult for us with not having any returning players that we needed to you know get to know some of these kids on a different level um and you know what? For the first year, it's it's kind of come together, and we're excited to get it going on Monday. I mean, I mean, you look at you look at hockey as a whole. I mean, you got the new expansion team here in Anchorage. I mean, look at even NHL; they're bringing the new Kraken team. So hockey this year is going to be on fire. It's going to be huge, whether it's junior A or pro. So I'm I'm super stoked for it. I'm super excited. Uh, but let, let's talk a little bit about uh, you know one thing is season tickets. I, I I did see that the first round sold out. I mean, that's insane. That's impressive. Yeah, you know what? Um, you know, Kai Binkley-Sims, our, our our president and our leader, is just in a, does an outstanding job of, of getting that stuff out there and working with Kari Ellsworth, who is our mm-hmm. marketing vice president, and Sierra Kinworthy, who's uh, uh, done a lot of special events for us. We had a real good energy this summer, and we put out a limited number of, of season tickets in the first round, and they were gone in about 72 hours. So really? We were excited about that, and, wow. um, you know, and and now we're, we're continuing to try to promote and push the, the product that, you know what, we're going to be out in Minnesota for the first three weeks, yep. but, but when we get back, hockey is going to be going here in Anchorage. So I think that that is a... Um, uh, a great um, positive thing that's going on, and uh, we'll hopefully continue to build on that. I mean, it's it's getting it's getting there. Let's get in there. So uh, let, let's let's talk about the obvious here, real quick. Uh, the obvious is uh, where where the games are going to be. So I mean, the big question is where the game is going to be. Right now, we're still we're still going for the Sullivan, right? The Sully. You, you know what? Um, I I um, we we are, and yeah. um, I know it's a very difficult. Um, um, situation that we're dealing with i think everybody understands that there's um a lot of things that are are bigger than hockey that are are part of this um 
on the July 26th um, assembly meeting, uh, we had two players, Jack Carrick and Cameron Morris, that went and did an impassioned speech to the assembly. But you can you can see that on the Twitter account. You go to the yep. Twitter and you can watch yep. that video. Yeah, I did that. Yep. Yeah, good. Uh, we wanted that to get out there, but uh, those two individuals did it. Kai did a tremendous speech to uh, promote us getting back into Sullivan Arena, but also to is let's work together to try to come up with a solution or temporary or even more to the permanent side for our homeless situation I, in, in I Anchorage. Mean, I mean, yeah, if you guys can if you guys can complete that test, that just shows you guys right there that you can help the community. You you've helped the community. That's a big time help. I don't that, that I don't think you can do anything better than that. You know? Yeah, no, I think <laughs> that that's something that we wanted to uh, uh, promote. And un- unfortunately right now that they can't there's there's no real answer to that. Mm-hmm. It's it's um it's something that is slow moving, unfortunately. So at this point, we're we're looking at other options other than Sullivan Arena, and um, I know that our ownership group and uh, Kai will do a the best job they can for the team yeah, to yeah. to keep it going. And um, you know, we're not we're not going to use that as a crutch or an excuse to anything. They, wherever we play, even if we played at an outdoor rink in yep. Mulcahy or, yep. or uh, uh, we, we were playing uh, uh, at the Diamond Center. You know, that's <laughs> that would be an impressive game. I think the, the reality is is that we're not going to use that as an excuse. The kids that are here, they're excited to put on the jersey no matter where we play. And we'll continue to move forward. We'll continue to try to help be a solution um, to this situation. But you know what? Um, we're not going to allow the kids to get involved with that. We just want them yep. to uh, work hard every day and, and continue to show up at the rink and uh, do the best job they can. I, I think the fans are feel the same way. I think, you know, they, they're going to show up no matter what. You know, they, they're dying for hockey. They want hockey. They want that junior A play. Yeah, right? the, you know, it's just going to be enough seats to get them in there. Yep. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, you go from probably being sold out at 6,800 and uh, opening night and, and yep. uh, you know, potentially playing in front of a 1,000 you know, there's some ramifications business-wise, too. It's a, quite a hit oh, yeah. to take and stuff in, in that part of it. But, you know, it is what it is. We we did – there was a lot of planning that went into this. And even yep. months ago uh, when we were submitting dates to start the season, we knew that there was the outside chance that this could happen. And so we pushed that home opener date back as far as we could and to give ourselves a little bit of leeway and the best opportunity to have our – home opener at Sullivan Arena and if it doesn't happen we'll we'll deal with it. Yep, yep. Let's all right, so for the second half uh we're going to uh close up here shortly but uh let let's talk about uh the league in itself. I mean, you're probably already starting to look at other teams what they've got. I mean, I mean, who who are you watching for? Let, let, let's get into that. Well, I, you know, I think everybody thinks they got a, a, a world beat right now. Everybody <laughs> feels good about their roster. Uh, I mean, you do you know, feel pressure being the new kid on the block I, that everyone's going to come after you? I mean, tons of pressure. Yeah. You know, this is something that, uh, you know, I, I don't think it's necessarily like from external, you know, type pressure. It's an internal that we all want to be successful and yep. nobody wants to come up and, and be embarrassed. We want to put together a good roster. I think we're doing things the right way. I think we're on the right track. To be honest, we we don't really completely know what we have yet. You know, we have this conversation in two weeks. I'll have a much better idea when we get on the ice and we we start talking about systems and having some structure in our game and 
who starts to pick things up and who doesn't. And, yep. um, you know, you're always hoping there's going to be uh, some surprises that show up at camp. You're always looking for some guys that you think are pretty good, and, and all of a sudden they show up at camp, and you're like, holy smokes, this guy is really good. Yep. And that's what we're hoping for. Yep. So we're, we're hoping those guys jump forward and make our jobs easy as far as identifying who, who are the right guys that, that are going to lead us into our inaugural season. I, I just add on that too, and that's a great point by Mike. And it, it, look, we've also brought individuals into our program that are older, more mature. Uh, it, as you see, when training camp roster gets announced in, in in the next couple of days, here when we hit the ice on Monday, our our team is older. We we've yeah. we've recruited an older team. A lot of players that have played junior hockey at yep. different levels. I did see so, that with the with the draft. There was quite a yeah. bit of others coming from other teams. Yeah, yeah, and and I think that was you know done on purpose to make sure that uh, we we had guys that had already gone through it, maybe ridden the bus in another league, maybe mm-hmm. uh, played you know between fifty and seventy five games of junior hockey, so that it's not it's not new to them, and then they're back on their heels when we hit the showcase. You know, a lot of the players that, and, and again, just the, the Anchorage players, they've been to the showcase already. Yep. Um, my O2 team, that was a national caliber team for a number of years. Those guys have already been to the showcase because they were part of the North American Prospects Hockey League. So they've been there. They've seen it. There's going to be really no surprises when they get there because they'll they'll understand what is in front of them. So, you know, now it's a case of, you know, being able to put those pieces together. I I. I really liked our, our, our draft from the standpoint of some of the players. They, they, they've, they've got a lot of different um, valuable um, pieces that they can bring to the table. So we're excited about that, Mike. And I think that, um, you know, like uh, Coach said, once we get them on the ice and who can pick up Coach's systems, I, you know, knowing Mike for a long time and knowing how he thinks about the game of hockey, I think that the – players that we have here are going to fit his system really well i mean so. so it's it's safe to say that you you you're pretty excited without without you know releasing names or anything you're pretty excited about what you got coming absolutely uh you know i think um there, there's a nice base there we're looking to see who's going to step forward and and show us that uh they're they're going to be the man here and, and i'm excited you know, and, and, uh, <laughs> that's going to be cool as far as the other teams this is a big time division that we're in when you start talking about uh fairbanks is yep. uh wanted a few years ago and uh, Janesville uh, the other day in a conference call that Janesville has 16 players on their roster right now that are starting with USHL teams you know they're, wow. it's, uh, uh, and half their roster is probably committed to Division 1 right now we have one uh, player that's committed to a Division 1 school for down the road mm-hmm. uh, you know and that's good when these players always get these these scholarships to these colleges Absolutely. that's that's that, the end goal right that, that's what they're doing that's what their 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 goal is and why they're playing here and what why they're playing junior hockey is they all want to play college hockey they yep. all want to play division one and you know they want to eventually play pro hockey and, and it's these leagues are heavily heavily scouted by both and uh, you know there'll be some guys that that fall a little bit short in the, in the long run and won't play division one there's not spots for all of them and uh we'll find good division three schools to to for these kids to play for so yeah. you know it, when, if they can keep going and get another four years of of hockey in and get their education um you know i think everybody's happy in the long run yeah no i can't agree more with uh coach and you know we're, we we've got uh we've got one player that that is committed to d1 he, from his previous 
team and uh, I'm uh, knowing how it works and, and the whole bit, I'm sure that by November 1st, we'll have a number of players that will be in that position also. And, um, you know, that's a great thing. And I think that, you know, division one hockey is fantastic. And um, like coach said, though, there's some tremendous division three opportunities out there that kids can uh, go and, and uh, play four years of hockey, get a great education. And we were part of that, we were part of that uh, avenue to, to get them there, and, and that makes you feel good when you're in this business. Yeah, no, it, it's super, super exciting, guys. I uh, I can't wait. Uh, this season's going to be amazing. Uh, you guys, go get your tickets online. You can get them, uh, what, from the website, AnchorageWolverines.com? Any, anything you need uh, for the team, whether it be season tickets, yep. um, schedules, uh, uh, apparel, uh, the swag gear, anything you need, you can go to our website and uh, you can contact any of the staff. We will certainly get back to you. And uh, the date is set October 15th, correct? Yes, it is. Oh, man. Puck drops at uh, 7.07. And uh, we're going to we're gonna be right there watching. I'm super excited, guys. Uh, check out the Twitter. The Twitter page is where you're going to get all the information, all the stuff that gets posted there. Uh, you can see all the cool photos, things that the teams are doing. Uh, it's it's going to be a great uh, great day of hockey when October hits. I can't wait. I'm already got the countdown on the calendar, man, guys. Hey, I appreciate it, guys. Uh, thank you once again, Mr. Mike uh, Akins and uh, Keith Morris, guys. Hey, wonderful. You guys can stop by. We're going to have more of this stuff. This is the Wolverine Nation podcast. See you guys.